This episode of the All Things Go podcast is presented by Atlas Hair. Are you ugly? Yeah, we thought so. Lucky for you, we've got something for that. Atlas is an elite line of hairstyling products with cologne fragrances to help quaff that mop into something straight out of Hollywood and smell like you're the guy she's going home with tonight. Half of our products also contain a hair thickening ingredient to help those of us who are getting a little thin up top to make the most of what we got. Get started today at atlashair.com and use the promo code NASCAR for 20% off your entire order. We can't fix your face, but we can at least give you a fighting chance. Atlashair.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-H-A-I-R.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the All Things Go podcast. I'm Brian Murphy, unfortunately not joined by my co-host, Derek Yoder, as he is feeling under the weather tonight, but we have such a great guest lined up, we just couldn't wait. Joining us again, one of the men responsible for the resurrection of North Wilkesboro Speedway, CEO of XR Events, Mr. Barry Braun. Barry, welcome back to the show. It's been over a year since we first chatted, and, and since Cup Cars have raced on North Wilkesboro, You've had quite the busy 2023, but first and foremost, how have you been? Uh, pretty good. Uh, definitely, um, you know, rich in family life. Just had a new grandson uh, recently. Uh, enjoying that. Enjoyed the holidays. Uh, kind of a different, um, you know, we've actually had time off, which is rare in uh, motorsports. So uh, more so. And it was a decision uh, amongst our crew uh, in, in what we're going to do moving into the future. Uh, I guess quality versus quantity more so than anything. So I uh, have been enjoying, I uh, didn't have any snow in Minnesota until uh, January, which is extremely rare. Uh, but as we've seen everywhere, uh, weather has been all over, uh, even North Carolina and West Virginia and all this other stuff. So uh, they're getting a little... Uh, taste of what we deal with you know all winter yeah. so we um i went up to to green bay for the packer game a couple weeks ago and it had snowed the saturday we arrived and and that was the first snow that even they had gotten all season so um but yeah a, lo a lot of snow that way here over the past week i know a couple of uh, the guys over at rfk are actually going up to do some snowmobiling this weekend get that out of the way before the season starts but uh Hey, it's good to hear you had a, a great holiday season. Um, you know, it's it's crazy difficult, as you said, with the motor in the motorsports world to find those opportunities to sit back and enjoy the normal life and and um, you know see all your family and friends. Uh, congratulations on uh, the birth of your grandchild. Uh, that's yeah, cool. it's it's our second one, um, first boy, but it's cool. Uh, my my oldest son Jackson, who also works for us. Um, yeah, it's his second kid. It's great. But again, it gets back to, you know, the motorsports world, whether it's NASCAR, whether it's dirt track, what it is, it's just, it seems like a year round situation now. And there's really not a lot of time to breathe. And um, again, you know, as a crew, uh, we've become more of a family um, as, as a company. And um, not only do, you know, we work together, but we enjoy each other's time. But uh, just have come to the conclusion. It's like, wow, we just can't keep going at a pace that, um, you know, that we have been. 
and uh, and expect it to end up well. And um, you know, by being disciplined and by uh, you know choosing more so than anything, uh, there's this quality of life. In fact, it's it's kind of funny. We won't go back to work until Lent. Well, go back to work. We're at work right now, but it's office time. I actually enjoy being in the office more so than anything. And it sounds kind of creepy. Uh, but, you know, the R&D part of what we do, whether it's the broadcast side, the event side, what it, what it might be, um, you know, getting ready for the year, getting organized, getting things set up. Uh, I can't tell you enough. Uh, they use the phrase races are one in the shop. Events are also one in the shop. Broadcasts are one in the shop uh, by doing, you know, work in advance, uh, you know, organizing in advance, getting things lined up in advance. It may like my favorite thing about going to an event and watching it unfold, all the hard work is done. Yeah, it's it's crazy you say that. That is, you know, very true. And and even on the competition side on, on in motorsports. Um, I was going to ask if you thought maybe, you know, choosing more and, and being maybe a little bit more thought of, methodical about uh, what you're doing and when you're doing it, if, if that directly resulted in better quality than, than maybe before. And it sounds like that's the, the case. Yep, absolutely. Uh, especially on the broadcast side, there's a lot of things that, you know, if you start losing seat time or you're not, you know, in the mix as much, you're going to get rusty just like anything else. And there's just certain things that, uh, even in the shop practicing now, you're like, wait a second, we should implemented that a year ago. Um, there's a number of things on the event side, you know, just workflows and, you know, staffing and what you're doing there. Um, and it's just so refreshing. I mean, to me, that's the kind of things I get excited about. I know it sounds weird, but, you know, having a better organized event, having, um, in, you know, an experience for the fans that they enjoy running a better event. I think um, running a good race, running a safe race, and uh, in a timely manner is the most underrated part of an event. And I think promoters don't really realize that. They're their best that when when they're you know bringing people to the event, promoting the event, marketing the event, they're not done. The job's done when the event is done. And uh, if you're losing focus of, you know, trying to get people there and, and not implementing, you know, good workflows for the event and running the event proper, you're going to lose out on customers for the future. And, uh, and that's the key. And I mean, it could be, you know, good examples, having enough porta potties at North Wilkesboro Speedway, uh, things like that, that you, that you learn along the way. And that's, I take pride uh, and enjoy that more so than, you know, how, how many people are in the grandstands. How, how do you balance the needs between, you know, the spectators and the competitors or do, does that go hand in hand? Um, you know, are, are those goals similar? Are they different or, or what are the difficulties of really putting on a good show? Like you're talking about. I think that, that, um, you know, on the competitor side, you pay them well and you run a good event and more so than anything, they're probably going to, and, and you just treat them with respect. Our events are known to be very, um, you know, just laid back. You know, we're just, we're just race fans. We're just guys hanging out with these, these folks and putting on shows. And um, we don't take ourselves way too seriously. We don't get uptight. 
you know, we try to maintain respect from both sides. Uh, on the fan side, I think, again, it goes to running the best show that you possibly can. Um, you know, I hate to say it, there's really no secret, but if a race is good, that's the majority of what people yeah. are there for. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so then you hit your marks on, you know, parking and camping and food and restrooms and things like that. Uh, you know, that's the stuff that you can line up and get done in advance. You know, you're going to you're not you're never going to be perfect. You're going to have some things that um, that just don't pan out and some challenges at the events. Uh, but you do your best. You put your best foot forward um, and people realize that. I mean, we realize that North Wilkesboro, I mean, broke down old stadium with, you know, hardly working bathrooms and speakers and things like that. People didn't care. Why were they there to watch a race? Yeah. And for those, you know, that may have not heard the, you know, the last episode that you joined us on or, um, you know, are still being introduced to you, maybe give a little history, quick history on yourself and, and, you know, XR events and, and maybe recap a little bit everything that happened in 2023. I mean, you, you talk about the, the quality of races and, and the number, um, and you had still had a very, very busy year, uh, last year. So maybe reflect a little bit on, on all those things for us. Uh, yeah. So about 20 years we've been in this business really started in broadcast, uh, in streaming. One of the first streaming companies to come around in 2011 down at uh, East Bay Raceway Park, at the Winter Nationals, which is actually, you know, starting around right now. It's actually the last year uh, for East Bay, uh, oh, which, I didn't is, know this. Which, which is sad. Um, yeah. But they were bought by uh, the company next door to them. Um, and they're going to shutter the track after this year. Uh, so we started in that. Um, and then uh, COVID started coming around. Uh, at the same time, you have venture-backed uh, streaming companies coming around. So what we did is kind of made a pivot and started acquiring some of our events, actually owning the events. Um, because, you know, there's this, this venture capital money getting thrown around and um, rights fees for uh, some of the upper echelon dirt series all the way up to NASCAR. And so my best way to combat that or to compete with that was to actually own the events. Well, if they want to stream the events, they can buy it from us. And so we did, did that come out of COVID worst time that it could have happened, you know, being an event promoter when you can't have fans and, uh, but it ended up working, um, tw late 2020, we did a race at Las Vegas called the duel in the desert. I believe at that time, about the 25th year. At about almost 500 entries for that race. It was absolute bananas. We weren't ready for it because of the fact that I don't think anybody can could have been ready for. It was such a weird time and space uh, post-COVID. And um, everybody wanted to get it out of their system. They did not race all summer. And and it was, it was crazy. It was great, but it's crazy. <laughs> uh, but then that, that led to uh, the Bristol Dirt Nationals in 2021. We promoted that. We had 1,200 entries at that. Uh, so we came out of this gate real hot. And then Bristol actually led to North Wilkesboro. Um, basically what we keep doing, because we're a bunch of sick and twisted race fan individuals, 
is we look at we look for these projects and um i'm not really interested in in normal uh you know just run-of-the-mill projects uh i don't ever want to be tied down to you know a racetrack for a, a a real long time um i'm a creative sort and we have to stay motivated and um i come from broadcast i come from wanting to create and um this pensboro speedway project the latest one that we took on uh that was born out of the fact that north wilkesboro went so fast and was done in such record time i guess you would call it record time three months uh we were on on the hook for three years it ended up taking three months and then nascar came calling and and wanted to do their thing which is awesome uh step aside let them do their thing and they did a great job so anyways long story short uh we do these um major events uh 2023 was actually kind of you know uh, to be blunt kind of a letdown uh we came off of north wilkesboro and it's you know um think of a quarterback winning the super bowl in your first year and <laughs> that's where um okay what do you do what do you do after that right it's like man i just like like this is this is the like i came off of bristol in 2021 to doing Wilkesboro in 2022 and then kind of this massive growth of our company and um to the point where actually it was kind of out of hand and 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 we kind of reined it back in in 2023 had a lot of weather stuff moved some dates around and things like that but um i i would say more so than anything we were gassed we were wore out from doing a lot in a short time span um so throughout the year, we kind of realized that and and started game planning for 2024 and and, you know, looked at the reality of, you know, doing these events and they bring in X amount and we have to do this much work and um, coming to the realization that you can put too much on your plate at the same time. And then uh, because of it, the other events suffer in quality. Um, all the events end up suffering quality. If you're, if you're going to be honest with yourself, that's reality. And so we came to that point and then, you know, all of us kind of had a discussion where we want to, you know, lead the company and what we want to do moving forward. And that's, you know, where we came to today. So we're in the midst of, uh, last event about two months ago at this point. So we just been kind of doing the holiday thing and chilling and, and organization and things like that um and getting ready for 2024 in may we saw cup cars back at north wilkesboro and and you know a lot of the thanks goes to you and and your group what what did it feel like to see really that story i'm, I'm gonna say the, the you know the the chapter that that rebuilding chapter kind of come to an end for north wilkesboro it's here it's here to stay and again, you saw it from its its worst to now, you know where it's at the the rebirth. What 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 was that feeling like when you you were able to watch that all star race last um, last year? So um, I'll be very honest. I I didn't watch it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't watch it. Um, I have mixed feelings about it uh, because of uh, because 
I'm really not a NASCAR guy. And that's just the God's honest truth. Um, it's not something, um, the modern day NASCAR is not something that really connects with me right now. And, um, the, the NASCAR of yesteryear, the 1996 North Wilkesboro, that's the kind of stuff that I connected with. And it's nothing against NASCAR and, and it's modern day iteration. Um, it has its fan base. They're doing their thing. They're growing. They just got a new TV deal. It's super cool. Uh, people kind of find that weird, but it's not my thing. My job was to go in there and revive, revitalize, and get people interested in North Wilkesboro. And uh, in no way did we think we would have 23,000 people there in August 31 of 2022. And um, still to this day, it's it's kind of like a concussion. Like, I still haven't really wrapped my head around it. I haven't. I haven't set foot in the place. I really haven't. I've seen some pictures. I've talked to the folks a little bit. And again, it's nothing against Speedway Motorsports. I I get along with these guys great. I still do events at their tracks. Uh, it's just not a thing. Like when 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 I was done, I was done. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of attribute it to kind of like a retired sports player, football mm-hmm. player, baseball player. Uh, they're done. And sometimes it just takes them time to mentally come to grips with like what happened. Okay. Some guys you don't see come back for like a ring of honor or a hall of fame ceremony for years. Um, guy like Barry Sanders is a great example of that. He just disappeared and he, he, uh, and there was actually some uh, documentary on Amazon prime about why, like nobody knew for years, just why he just walked. And, um, he, he was done. And sometimes it's hard to really explain that, but, uh, but going back, it's phenomenal what they did. And, uh, it's really not what I envisioned. Uh, it's, it's a different North Wilkesboro now. It's, it's a North Wilkesboro that is, um, has modern amenities. It has, uh, you know, <laughs> it's got running water and restrooms <laughs> and speaker systems and and uh my thing and this is just crazy like i wanted it old school like i was very adamant um in fact i go back to that now um in retrospect you know kind of when i'm getting ready for this next project at Pennsboro speedway and i start to look at the reality of um you know, I, I call myself a hypocrite sometimes because um, I was so adamant at North Wilkesboro about even the signage, you know, how things looked. And I didn't want it too cleaned up. I wanted people to come into this facility and and see it for what it was. And, and while it is or while it was, sorry, you know, run down, it had soul. And um, so enjoy that for what it is for the time that we were at the facility and operating it. And, um, you know, they were able to obtain a tremendous amount of funding and just trans, I can't even imagine they transformed that place so fast. (laughs) It's just the whole story of, you know, bringing it back and getting it up and operating in three to four months. And then, and then, uh, turning around and literally 
transforming it in like five months. Right. Le Again, less than a less than a year. Far less than a year. When... Far less than a year. Far yeah. less than a year. Like yeah. literally ten months from from the get from uh, announcement at Bristol uh, to having it open for an all star race, a freaking all star race, and it's super cool. What it really says about Speedway Motorsports um, is they are incredible at what they do and they have so much resolve and some very talented people um, that work for them. And um, I can't, I still can't fathom it. I just, I can't, uh, it's still hard to put into perspective how fast that was put together and then to run the all-star race. And now it's this phenomenal entity. The all-star race is coming back you know, hopefully in the future they can get a a real cup date. Mm, I, hope I don't so. want to say I don't want to say real cup date. I mean the All Star race is cool for what it is, but to have a points race at that facility really would probably close the chapter on the comeback. And I don't think it's there yet. I think it's we're just kind of in the middle or getting close to the middle of you know what it is to be. And I think too. Um, you know, people have to realize with the new amenities, with it being cleaned up like it is, it has new soul. It has an, and it needs a new history. Um, the old surface didn't seem like it quite worked out for the cup guys. So let's see what this new one has and let's have a new history. And hopefully that all pans out. Hopefully, you know, the racing is really good this year. It has the bones. It's there. It's ready to go. And if, um, I wish them the best. I, I, I will go back someday, but it's just something now that, um, you know, I haven't really come to grips with yet. Um, and, and someday I will, I mean, someday I'll walk there and, and I'll look at it and I'll shake my head and I'll say, what the hell did I do? <laughs> and, and, uh, which, you know, <laughs> I, I say that, but, um, it, it, it's just such an awesome project that um, proves so many people wrong. So and, many. Uh, and that's how we operate at XR. Um, we are sick individuals that <laughs> take on projects that are completely insane and put ourselves through so much. Um, I, I don't, I, I've never really, I've always been an underdog. I don't really have, a problem taking on projects like this, but my poor wife and my staff probably wonder some days what the hell, <laughs> like it, it, it's, um, it's, but to their credit, they've, they've learned that, you know, this is what we're all about. This is, this is what we're made of. And, uh, we've done some things in the course of the past three years that some companies don't do in 20 or 30 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, we're not done. Uh, We've got some things coming with like Pennsboro Speedway, which, you know, led to our announcement yesterday. Again, if you want to look at a crazy story, um, Pennsboro is happening because Wilkesboro was done so fast. And we've um, got to know that project. We've had a bit of a roller coaster ride, really uh, understanding what's going on there and the people there and, and the what and the why of that project, very similar to Wilkesboro. Um, 
but in the in the course of it it's just, it's super cool it's uh defies odds it it will um it'll be something as uh we roll that project out next year yeah and, and you know to your point the the chapter of the rebirth of and revival of north wilkesboro was incredibly fast and i can't imagine being a part of it how much faster it felt and it it is it, it's just mind-boggling to your like you said just the transformation that happened to something that was impossible um at that rate is short of just a, a miracle um and you know so how you talked about how you know north wilkesboro's quick success is why Pensboro, the you know the Pensboro revival is is happening. When did that thought? When did that idea? How did that initially come up? Where where did this track come from? Did you guys think, all right, what's the next one? Why Pensboro? What it's what easy. ignited this? Super easy. One guy, you know who he is. Think about it for one second. Dale Junior. Dale Jr. Okay. Absolutely it is. Because uh, so Dale Jr. did a series on Peacock called Lost Speedways. I think it aired for two seasons. Still on there. Uh, if you got a chance, go watch it. Super cool. A um, lot of cool old tracks. So him and Matthew Dillner put together this series along with uh, Bobby Marcos. Um, again, great show. I love history. I love, you know, the, the, the history of the sport and what they're, you know, accomplishing. It's just a great show if you're a race fan. And um, so, yeah, there was a uh, episode on Pensboro Speedway. And um, again, sick and twisted individuals were trying to find these different projects, you know. But Pensboro Speedway, in the history of dirt late model racing, is one of the top facilities over time, even though it's been shut down for almost 20 years. But if you want weird parallels, North Wilkesboro is shut down for 20, about 20 years. And here's Pensboro Speedway about 20 years. And, but Pensboro Speedway is uh, legitimately home to the very first ever dirt late model crown jewel, the Hillbilly 100, which moved down the road to Tyler County Speedway uh, in the sixties. And then the dirt track world championship, which had a major upset. And that's what the episode on Peacock is all about. Uh, local guy won from the back of the field through the B main. And so, uh, you know, as the story goes, watch the episode, watched all the episodes. Um, but I got in contact with, you know, the folks at, uh, the Ritchie County fair board and started inquiring about it, but I was working on North Wilkesboro at the same time. And in fact, at that time, Bristol hadn't even been an or We had not announced North Wilkesboro at Bristol. So in February of 2022, uh, we did uh, R&D session and went to Pensboro Speedway and did a site survey and kind of looked around, met with the fair board, started chatting. And we told them, it's like, hey, um, we can't touch this yet or we can't really think about it because we have another project that's going to be announced, which was North Wilkesboro. And, um, you know, once we see how that project goes, then... You know, we can maybe look at this. Well, that was, uh, so we did the Bristol Dirt Nationals in 2022. Then in April at the cup race, the dirt race, uh, we announced North Wilkesboro. Long story short, North Wilkesboro, lightning speed, 
August, the last week of the last event, Speedway Motorsports comes to me and says, hey, um, what would you think about ending the project early? And uh, I'm like, because at this time, the idea was you guys were going to still put dirt down. Yeah. So we uh, on on September one, we were going to start peeling up the old track and, um, you know, run dirt for the entire month of October 2022. They came to me and um, and they asked, well, what do you think? You know, NASCAR is interested. All right. Got to kind of keep it on the down low and all that, you know, businessy type stuff. And uh, but, you know. My wife and I discussed it and, and we're like, no, this is the right thing to do. You know, our time here is done. Um, the, uh, the drivers or the teams or NASCAR, they were adamant about running the old surface. So obviously we couldn't do the dirt thing if we wanted to. Plus they literally had to get to work on that track on September one <laughs> to get it ready for May of 23. Uh, so yeah, we knew before before August 31 that we're done. And uh, I think it was probably, I signed the contract, I'd say August 28. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. But so we knew it was done. So it was pretty serendipitous that on that day, we had this all-time crowd and and event. Yet at the same time, knowing we're going we're gonna to go out on top. I mean, we're done. And like, this is ridiculous. It took us three months to do this. And and, 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 and here's the thing, um, humility is a big thing with us. We're just folks that do fun stuff, fun events. And, um, we're here for a time and space and a purpose to do these projects and, um, <laughs> to get it done in three months, I, I, we still, I just don't get it. Like, I say it often, any dummy could have done what we did. Um, but any dummy wasn't stupid enough to do what we did. And um, yeah. uh, I, and I mentioned this on the last episode, like in May of 2022. So we're in the open house. I'm literally, you know, I had my second stint um, at that month and in May. And I came back in June and I actually missed the second week of North Wilkesboro, because I was, I was deathly ill. Um, not related to heart. Everything's good. I'm testing good. Things are good. Um, but it was, um, you know, probably related to the environment. I'm a Minnesota boy. I'm not used to know North Carolina heat and humidity and that stuff. <laughs> that's nonsense. The dirty water down here. Yeah, <laughs> that's not my deal. Good people down there, but not my deal. Uh, and especially in August, my God, um, it was hot. So now it was, um, and again, and it's still, uh, so there will be a story that comes out someday. You know, it's one of those things. It's like, Hey, the book's going to come out and all that other stuff. There's a lot there is, trust me, there's a lot of background, like having meetings with seven homeowners or landowners about negotiating parking lots and things like that. There's some, there's some meat behind the story and uh it wasn't easy by any means it was fun but it wasn't easy um but again it um i think they're in the midst they're about in the middle of this comeback and i really want to see i do want to see that i want to see the big nascar race i want to see that place packed to the gills and you know bringing tourism money to ritchie county 
and pumping it back in because that's the purpose of it. That was the whole the whole plan uh, was to revive that facility into what it is now, and and you know to bring back life back to Ritchie County for those folks that at that time nineteen what is after nineteen ninety six they had their hearts ripped out and um, and boy they let us know about it too, um, but at the same time Lowe's left. Think about that. You know, yeah. you're in this community and this is like, you've got this, you're a Packers fan. Think if the Packers left and at the same time, one of the biggest employers in the state of Wisconsin leaves at the same time and just completely rips the heart out of the place. But it's a cool comeback story. Hopefully uh, it continues to grow um, not only tourism dollars, but brings in you know more companies and things like that uh, for that area. And that it's a win for everybody. What was it like walking into Pennsboro the, the first time? Um, was it overwhelming, underwhelming uh, when it comes to condition? Was it overwhelming or underwhelming when it comes to the history? Um, did you get goosebumps? Is it is it just does it bring back that that just incredible feeling you get when you walk into? these these facilities that have been shut down that carry so much history and so much uh meaning to to a lot of people around this this country yeah the best way i can say it is you know the minute that you walk in you know it's just like um your wife you know like you knew when you're gonna get married you just know uh a lot of these scenarios all of these scenarios are instinct alone um my wife does give me a hard time about that because a phrase I'll say a lot is, um, well, there's a couple of phrases I say, uh, I'll figure it out is the best one. And, um, I don't have the rhyme or reason. I don't have the details that especially, you know, that they want to hear. They, I, I, I have not computed. I have not figured out exactly where it needs to go. Uh, but I'm going to figure it out. And uh, 99% of the time, I'm going to figure it out. And uh, and and we did, uh, whether it's North Wilkesboro, and I still can't believe it happened, whether it's Bristol and the dirt track or this Pennsboro Speedway project, we're going to figure it out. And the cool thing about that is, yeah, I mean, I walked in there and it's, um, and it, here's the thing it's not a, in bad shape because there's this fair board, these townspeople that fought for the land in, I believe it was 2014. Well, they are fighting before that. It was going to go to private sale and they fought for this land. And then eventually there was a, a, a vote. The, the people of Pennsboro uh, voted and they saved this facility. I call them the protectors of Pennsboro Speedway because they saved the track. They wanted to bring it back, but they really didn't have a plan. So in the process over the last 10 years, what they've done is they protected this track. They have cleaned it up. They started stockpiling assets. All of the things that like they, they legitimately are the reason why this is going to happen. Okay. It's like they had a plan without knowing what the plan is. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, they're getting ready for whatever is next. 
So uh, in in the process of the past 10 years, they've stockpiled uh, K-Rail, you know, uh, fencing, lights, you know, all this other stuff. And you're just like, well, wait a second, what? Like, what was the plan? Ah, we just got deals on it. You know, (laughs) this buddy's got this. This buddy's got that. This is this. Okay. So this goes back to instinct. This goes back to you walk in, you you know, you know what you're going to do. Don't know how you're going to do it. You know what you're going to do. But the best part in the past year at Pennsboro Speedway is actually getting to know the people of Ritchie County. And that's kind of went in uh, different iterations of, you know, at first we're jumping in both feet. We're going to bring back the facility. We run into some issues with permitting and some other things. I mean, it's got a creek running through the track. Okay, right. yeah. that that presents some problems. Uh, but you know, then we announced that we were going to do a quarter mile uh, on the existing facility. Well, that went over not so well. Okay, all the data in the world will tell you you mitigate risk by doing this kind of track, having this much seating, doing it this way. And your chances at success are going to be probably a lot better. Uh, modern day 2024, big tracks, especially in dirt, these nasty, monstrous race cars are faster than they should probably be. And uh, big tracks are scary for them. Well, um, so everything is, you know, you're going through this process, but at the same time, so we're in the midst, we literally built the foundation for a quarter mile. We're on track in September of last year, 2023. But at the same time, it's, it's going over like stale bread, just not working out. When it comes to the fan base, fan base, it's just not Pennsboro. Okay. Now, again, I'm going to go back to being a hypocrite because here I am on one hand at Wilkesboro telling them, nope, banners have to be this way. We have to clean it up a certain way. We got to do this, you know, things like that. On the other hand, we're trying to be Joe business over here and pinch pennies and try to count profit before it hatches. Well, uh, I'd be the first to tell you again, reflect, look at the scenario, talk to the people, understand what they want. What do the fans want? Because here's the thing: you can have all the data in the world. You can have, you can, you can convince yourself that it's going to be the greatest business decision in the history of business. But you kind of lost sight of what you're doing it for in the first place. Okay. Um, what's a good analogy for NASCAR? The car of tomorrow. Things like that just really didn't work out. Really wasn't. Kind of was there, but people really didn't dig it, right? So, um, by instinct, again, and you're going to get sick of hearing this word, but so we're doing the quarter, but towards the end of wrapping up construction in the fall, in September, I go to the blade operator and I said, hey, clean off that old track for me. He's like, what are you thinking? You know that that's just going to stir people up around town. I'm like, I know. I need the old track cleaned off. And I told him in secret, we have to map the track. We're going to 
fly our drones. We're going to map. I'm, I'm going to look at some things because I, I don't want to say second thoughts. Just didn't feel right. Okay. Mapped it, sent it to insurance. And I'm like, what do you guys think? They're like, oh, well, actually looks all right. I'm like, what? So I, I'm like, wait. Did, <laughs> I, I always wait. wondered, I always wondered how the insurance conversations would go it, it, at this. Right. And I'm like, wait, did you just say that? They're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, it looks like, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, you know, blah, blah, blah. K-rail and fencing and, you know, safe it up that, you know, we can, we can make this happen. And I'm like, oh shit. I didn't think I had a chance. I just didn't. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had, again, it goes back to, uh, you know, counting your profit before it hatches. It's like, you know, we had, we had convinced ourselves when, and then everybody has told us certain things and things like that. And we're like, we're down this path and yep. it's just weird. Yep. It's just like, we're, and, but, but here's the thing. Um, nothing's fun about a project that on impact on any announcement on anything, just people are extremely negative about it. Nothing's fun about it. I don't care. Again, it goes back to, it could be the greatest business model in history. And, um, but I, again, I've learned of anything that we've ever dealt with. Um, use a little bit of that Wilkesboro, bring it over here. Some of the things that if you if you lose touch with your project, doesn't matter how great a data you got, you ain't gonna get your sales because half your audience is already like, I ain't coming. Was the there same, that much the, negativity over the? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was. It was uh, like you didn't even want to drive around town. How about that? That's from, what from Ritchie County or from? Oh yeah. Oh, Boy, wow. we don't. We didn't even want to drive our vehicle. And again. That's no disrespect to the people because now I totally get it. I totally get where they're coming from. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Here's the best analogy. And I've used this in other interviews. um, But when it comes to nostalgia, okay, something that you really love, that you really love. Okay. My best analogy is this. You loved a cartoon as a kid. Okay. Your cartoon to this day, you remember episodes of that cartoon, right? So say that this cartoon's remastered, but they use different voices. What are you going to think? Now, I'm going to tell you what you're going to think. You're going to shit all over it. And you ain't going to, you are not going to be about you're it. Right. How about if the Packers go and change their uniforms? Oh, no. Hell no. Okay. So there's, yeah. that is it right yeah. then and there, because you do not ever touch the Packers uniforms. That is, it's, it should be a law by now. I'm a federal law. I mean, I that's not, that's, that's the Yankees, the Packers, the Cowboys. You should never touch that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it just, it's an institution. It's the way it is. And, um, you know, you're, you're, it's a sin by doing it. And, and, and again, no, we're not perfect. We're human beings. We learned in the process of this, this scenario, uh, this this project that uh, why it's important to bring back the original track and again to to circle back that was our intent at first but then we're led astray as we're you know going down this path but I'll tell you what turned the corner more so than anything so we went back and had a meeting right before Christmas in December I think December fifteenth or something like that and 
with the fair we, board? With the fair board. Yep. And we, we go into this meeting knowing that the that the big track's an option for us. We didn't say nothing to nobody. This is after the meeting with the insurance company. This set this has all been I've been working on this in the background and and um so I know that this is this this is an option. It's it's something that can definitely uh, come to fruition. I just really got to think through this. And at that meeting, you know, we're talking about the quarter mile and whatnot, and you know, it's just kind of, you know, the air's out of the balloon, whatever. Man, and I can't like, believe they were this pissed off. I can, but I just I'm impressed. But but it's it's their passion and it's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Um. So then. Then they bring up a discussion. Well, what do you think if? And I'm like, ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Here it is. Okay. And um, and again, so we started talking and they're like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, hmm, we might be able to make that work. They're like, well, what? And then all of a sudden the tone in the room changes and it's like um, it's like going to church, you know? Hallelujah. Here we go. You know, praise the Lord. We're going to start singing, celebrating, all that good stuff. And tone changes and people are just, you know, they're they're ready to, uh, the best phrase I've got is they're ready to run through walls for you at that point. They are excited. And, uh, and yeah, so uh, they pledged, hey, you know, uh, we know that this is going to be quite the undertaking, especially in five months that we've got to do this. This guy's got this. This guy's got that. We stockpiled this. We did that. And right then and there, I know here it is. I didn't, I didn't tell him that. Got to play cool. Got to play cool. I got to go and think about this, folks. And, uh, <laughs> but so we, but we did. We had to take a step back and kind of breathe. Uh, it's 17 hours from Pensboro to Minnesota. To where we're at in Minnesota. And so uh Alex, uh one of our staff members and I we discussed it the whole way home. Uh, you know, called my wife, talked to her about it on the way back. How can we do this? How how can we how can we pull off yet another miracle? And um so we did three months. We did um North Wilkesboro. We got five months for Pensboro. Well, maybe not even five. They got damn snow coming right now. <laughs> um, well, and and you talked about maybe getting led astray or going down the path of of the quarter mile, but you know, when uh, you let, let me the... let me rephrase that. Not led astray. Anybody that is, I mean, if you're going to utilize some critical thinking, some business acumen, and look at the the this, we come from the outside. Okay, we come, we're not from West Virginia. That's good and bad. And you have to have an, uh, again, if you lose track of what you, what brought you here in the first place, then you're, you're off on the wrong path. And uh, so we, we learned that, like it wasn't going the direction that we needed it to go to be a successful project. And quite honestly, I mean, I'm at the point where, I mean, do we really go through with this? If 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 it's just going to keep kind of going down this path, mm-hmm. but then, you know, boom, here the light bulb goes off and the half mile is an option because, like... Wasn't you know, the, the biggest um, 
you know, oh, there's a, there's a number of lucky breaks and that's where, uh, that's the cool part. That's the instinct part. That's the, um, that, that's, that's uh, serendipity. I don't know what you want to call it. That is, uh, you know, it goes back to, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, it figures itself out. If you let it marinate naturally, it progressed. Okay. So there's a number of things we got the permits. There is no way in hell we thought we were going to get the permits period Permit for... for working on the hillside and working on ding, 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 the bridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. After that insurance fell into place. Um, connections this you know we got grandstands for a dollar um (laughs) you know some of these other things just kind of started naturally progressing and this is nothing that you can sit down and work on a spreadsheet and and write you can write business models until you're blue in the face this is all natural progression okay here's another cool thing the best dirt for the surface of the track right couple things we did 30 soil samples at various different places around pensboro a couple miles away a couple 10 miles away whatever the best dirt for the new surface was right by the track so there's this big hillside where all the fans sit right well guess what we got to do we got to we actually have to tear that we'll shape it we have to shape reshape that to put the grandstands in right Guess where that dirt comes from? Boop, boop, hillside right down, put it on the track. We're good. And the reason went by, you know, we're just walking up there, you know, doot, 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 just talking and, you know, what we're going to do and, oh, we got to do this and all this, you know, and just, you know, doing our thing. And Scott, one of our guys looks over, he's like, whoa, whoa, like what? Moves his foot over, and he's like, dude, look at this. Just nasty, moist, phenomenal red clay, <laughs> right? And he's like, huh, all right, get a sample. Let's... So we get a couple sample bags to send to soil sampling. And it's sitting in the back of the, the, the UTV. Next morning, we go look at it, and we're like, god damn, that's still wet. Still wet. Like it, It's like... <laughs> just like whoa this is god's dirt right here and so we went and had it sampled and by golly yeah it's like it just smoked any other dirt that we had sampled unbelievable the other thing is in the process of and again natural progression this track uh back in the day they used to race during the day they didn't have lights that was why the racing really wasn't so good because dirt track racing during the day has a very small chance to be any good. Um, dust, rubber, whatever you want to call it. And so they put a lot of calcium chloride down on this track. Well, calcium chloride for dirt tracks, well, that's that's like destroying a racetrack. Okay, It's like pouring poison on a racetrack. Um, yes, it keeps dust down, but it seals it over. Rubber's up destroys tires it's like uh just like taking sandpaper to a tire at that point and it don't last well this is uh charlotte motor speedway's dirt track 
they did the same thing for AMA uh, flat track racing. They put the calcium down, destroys the racetrack. Uh, over the course of about the past five years, the way to fix it, other than replacing the track, you know, digging it up and putting new clay down, is to uh, introduce organics into the soil. So they would plant ryegrass onto the dirt track, let it grow, and then till it back up. You're bringing natural, because you... Because what the um, calcium does is it it takes all the nutrients and sucks it right out of the track, okay? So over the course of that, they've rebuilt the track and the organic compound of that track. This is where dirt racing is way different than asphalt. Uh, but so five years at Charlotte, they've the track's starting to come back. Race is good. It's, or race is better now. Great. Think about it this way. At Pennsboro, guess what those protectors did? Over the course of the past 20 years, that track naturally would grow grass on it, right? But because they're protectors and they're doing what they're there to do, they would blade the track every year or mostly every year. And then what happens? Grass grows back on it, blade it again. Grass grows back on it, played it again. So guess what happened to the track over the course of the past 20 years? It's been shuttered. It regenerated. The soil on the actual track, on the old track right now, is actually really good by default. And that's where, again, all of these, uh, the natural progression of what is happening and why, a lot of it's unexplainable. You just, you can't explain. There's no plan that they had 10 years ago. They're like, oh, we're going to go get all, we're going to get these grandstands for a dollar in five years. We're going to get K-Rail. We're going to have this or that. Nobody plans that out. They just don't. Like, it's just a couple good old boys that have a couple buddies and they get some deals and they're wheeling and dealing and <laughs> bench racing and having a good time. And that's the beauty of it. So now we steered it back on course. And the response since yesterday um the best way to say it bobby marco says the best it's like we didn't even make an announcement about a quarter mile people just <laughs> forgot it like they're like we're in what do we do how can we get tickets we gotta go it just completely wiped the slate clean i love it i i would be the first to say i apologize to everybody for even thinking about a quarter mile <laughs> at this point, because uh, we were going down this path. It's kind of like, you know, you, you, you think you're doing best, but boy, you don't know what the hell you're doing. And, um, but it, it's a unique project. It, 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 over the course of the past year, it was learning what it would take to be the successful. And, and here's the thing. We just, we're just getting started. Like we have, we have, there's so many unknowns you know, how it's going to race and why we got lighting to put up. We're widening the track. We're widening the bridges. We're doing all this. Uh, uh, we're not, I'm not cocky about it. I'm not overconfident about it. We are going to make it happen. I mean, we made North Wilkesboro happen. Um, but it's certainly a lot easier when people have your back. It's certainly a lot easier when people are like, oh my God, this is so great. It's infectious. And um, 
I will say, and again, this is no disrespect to North Wilkesboro, but there was a lot of people that were thinking this ain't ever going to happen. Like yeah, there was a sure. lot of, there was a lot of negativity and we're Absolutely. not even, and we're not, we're not reconfiguring the track. We're just like <laughs> cleaning it up and opening yeah. the doors and let's yeah. race. Yeah. And, and there's nothing like negative about it, but they're just like, it is, you know, this is the worst thing ever. And all of that. And it was weird, super weird, uh, but it worked out got really well. And, um, and that's sort of, there's still some of that with this, you know, big track. It's not going to race worth a shit, you know, all blah, 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 blah. Um, cool. I mean, come on, come over to the track. I'll grab you a shovel. You can help out. If you got a better way to do it. You just prove me wrong. That's <laughs> no problem. Um, but we get it. I mean, there's always going to be skepticism, but here's the thing I've learned, whether it's North Wilkesboro, Bristol, and I tell you, Bristol was the biggest pressure cooker. Didn't even, it, it makes North Wilkesboro look like minor league because the whole dirt thing on North on Bristol, you want to talk about didn't go over well. <laughs> we had some pretty good races there, usually stock cars and stuff like that. But, um, on the NASCAR side, especially just, uh, nah, not going to speak bad of it, but man, that didn't work out. So, you know, uh, there's similar scenarios to this, um, but I've, I've learned more than anything. Yeah, people are going to talk smack. They're going to be angry to be angry. Uh, there's some people that literally have been some of the worst human beings in the history of social media that I now call my friends. Because here's why. I think what a lot of people don't understand is... Um, it, 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 I, I'm not excusing any of this, but they approach it um, in a way that you're not fond of, right? Whether it's their take or their argument or whatever. But I think what you come to find out is when you level with them, you talk to them like a human being, at some point, you start to understand their side, okay? And again, you don't agree with accusations or slander or how they come at you. I'm a very forgiving person and uh, through the process of some of this anger and, and resentment and, and blowback, you do learn if you listen. Okay. And uh, that's why I don't take a lot of it seriously. I just don't. Um, and it's hard to do that, especially for certain personalities. I, you, you, you let it really bother you. It's going to bother you. Okay. Uh, I don't look at it that way. Um, uh, even our staff, like uh, some of our staff deals with it in certain ways and, and it, and it bothers them in certain ways. Um, but you know, I, I try to, you know, counsel them or, you know, give them advice, but here's the thing. People have different personalities. Okay. And they're going to approach things different ways and they're going to take things different ways. And, um, to me, you have to have an understanding and you have, you do have to listen whether you agree with how they approach you or not. Uh, because at the end of the day, they're still human beings and you can't discount what they say just because they're being an asshole or, um, you, you know, how, what kind of things they've got going upstairs here or, things that have happened in the past. 
So I think it's important to listen, uh, um, consume that information, and then kind of filter it out. You know, what what is at the heart of the matter here? What are they trying to get to? And I have. I mean, there's, and again, there's certain people that I didn't think I would ever talk to because, I mean, we're ready to, we're going to go fist. You know, it's, we're going to the parking lot, right? You would think it's, that's, that's the kind of thing you're going to do. And, uh, but no, I mean, you kind of level with them and you get to know why and understand it. And then you you go from there. But to this day, there's people that will be pissed off. They're just going to be, they have an agenda. They have a narrative. They've got something going on. And literally here's the thing. You can prove them wrong all you want, but they still are never going to be about what you're doing because they got to have it a certain way. And that's okay. Everything's okay about that. So it's, it's to, to me, it's all cool, but I will tell you this. That's why I just don't do Twitter anymore. Because y'all are crazy on Twitter. Sorry, <laughs> uh, what's it called? X now. X. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are y'all are insane yeah. up on the Twitter. Like well, I'll listen, I'll look, I'll kind of do my thing. <laughs> but man, y'all too fired up for me now. Well, you're you're bringing back the half mile, like you said, as you guys have announced yesterday. Um, you know, it's when when I look back at pictures and videos of Pennsboro, this place was wild back then, man. The the fans. The racing, the atmosphere. I've seen people call it the the Woodstock of motorsports. Yeah. What are you expecting? What are you when uh, it comes to the the atmosphere side, the experience side? What so it, it'll what's be going a, on? It'll be a new magic. It's they they call it the magic of Pennsboro. And you literally, you said like you walk into a track, you like, what are you thinking? What's in your head? So when you come to Pennsboro, you just got to walk in there. And you just get this feeling. You're like, oh, whoa, there's no, there's kind of a racetrack there, right? But it's almost like you can feel like what happened here back in the day. So back in the 70s and 80s, I mean, we didn't have no iPads and cell phones and stuff like that. We'd, you know, smash cases of old Milwaukee, smoke marbs and drive Camaros, right? And, uh, and have a good old time. So they got wild back then. Uh, you know, they would, uh, set portajons on fire and, uh, have, have a good old time. Pennsboro's racing was terrible. It was terrible hmm. back in the day. Like there was a couple good shows here and there, like maybe 10% of them. Why is that? But uh, because it was racing during the day oh. and it was, it was just what it was. The racing wasn't known to be worth the crap. Well, so, uh, I would not like that to be that way in the new Pennsboro or the new iteration, so I think you're going to get a combo. You're going to get, um, you know, it's 2024. There's a lot more to do these days, a lot more options. Um, a lot of those people are not around anymore. Um, and if they are, they're older. And uh, I'm going to make sure to find them a good seat. And we're going to hang out and talk about it. Uh, it'll be emotional, much like North Wilkesboro, because you're, you're talking about people that went with their grandpa, their dad, their family. They would, uh, it was a, um, they would see people from different states that became their family. And it was social media before social media was a thing. Okay. And uh, so we're going to get some of that. I don't expect it to be rowdy. Certainly, I don't want that. Uh, don't want Porta Johns on fire. Uh, <laughs> but I, I expect that people will be having a good time. 
but uh, it won't be as intense as it used to be in the past. So those days, I mean, that's no different than NASCAR back in the day. I mean, it was wild in the 80s. Uh, shit, they would be in infield at North Wilkesboro. That ain't happening no more. Um, it's a new day, so we'll have some modern amenities. But here's what I want. I mean, we're going to race at night, so we want good racing. If we've got good racing, Pennsboro is going to have a new magic that's going to have, um, you know, the feel and the vibe of the old school Pennsboro with good races and um, hopefully a great experience. I'm a big, big proponent of running really good, fast, efficient events. Um, baseball games, football games, basketball and hockey games are three hours for a reason because nobody's got an attention span. And uh, even so, three hours is even a big ask. So uh, we want to run good events for people, and we want them to enjoy that new experience. We want to build new camaraderie, a new fan base, uh, mix it with some of that old school. And some of those folks that want to come around, I mean, we're going to hang out with them. They got some damn good stories. Trust me, you could just hang out in Pennsboro, go downtown, hang out with some people at Margie's Bar, or, you know, go to uh, one of the restaurants in town and you're just going to get stories and you're going to hang out all day and you're going to laugh your ass off. And that's that's the best part about us. The, the history's still there. The soul's still there. Bring it back around like Wilkesboro. And I think that that's going to be the key. Is this, um, and this is maybe an unanswerable question, is this a revival for a moment or revival for a time period are we, are we so looking that's what changed so we go back to this whole quarter mile thing when we first came in it was like the gimmick it was the bring it back and i'm gonna hand it off that was the contract that was the deal just like north wilkesboro we come in we do god's work get it back and then hand it off then the board came back to us and said we don't want that we want you guys to stay we're like, us? You want <laughs> us to stay? And um, so that turned into, okay, so they want us here long term. Does not compute. We have to figure this out. Like, how do we figure this out? This is the unknown to us, right? So then, well, then we start going into business mode, quarter mile, do this, do that, do all this. And that's where we got off track. <laughs> And then we got back on track now because we're like, okay, we're going to do this long-term. And trust me, there's still some faith. There's still some, we'll figure it out. Um, but now we're going to try and do the whole, the whole gimmick. Cause year one, that's a slam dunk. If you open the damn track up, people just going to come. Okay. But we need to show them a good time. So they come back year two. Can't be a gimmick has to have long-term sustainability. So the challenge now is taking a half mile track and making it raceable and showing these folks a good experience, having good parking, having good food, you know, having good races, all that stuff. At least let's try to, let's try to, you know, have a good scorecard. Right. And then let's get them back for year two. Uh, best phrase to say is leave them wanting more. So we get them back and, uh, and then let's build. Um, but the challenge is in our sport, in dirt track racing, especially quarter miles are hard to put good races on. The cars are very aero dependent. Now tracks are very fast, but key about Pennsboro. And I'm definitely 
learning more and more each day. It's fairly flat, right? And it's not an oval. If you've looked at a map, it's not an oval. It's an egg. Yeah. A lot like Darlington. So what's going to happen is, you know, three and four, you ain't going wide open. You ain't going to be able to do it. So a little bit of finesse. Yeah. You can come and rock and roll around one and two. And then the other thing, it's got bridges too. Not three of them, right? Three, three bridges on the track. (laughs) So it's unique in that. Now, again, I'm not trying to convince myself. I know what the right thing to do is now. I don't have to be convinced anymore. But as the process of opening up your mind and being willing to listen and to look at other, you know, options, you just sat down with Google Maps last night and be like, huh, all right, you know, I'm, I can run a good mouse and look at the internet and stuff like that. And I'm start tracing racetracks. I'm like, huh, damn, Pennsboro is smaller than a lot of these guys, smaller than Knoxville, smaller than Port Royal. It's smaller than a lot of these tracks. It's like number six, like in my unofficial Google map cartography (laughs) experience, right? And you just start thinking about it. So we're all guilty of this as race fans. Okay, We go to a track and we're like, we're convinced that things are a certain way. We're not using no damn science. We're just convinced. Like you go look at it, you're like, son of a bitch, that's a fifth, five-eighths mile. That thing is huge, right? You go to, I honestly, I go to Eldora and I'm like, damn, that doesn't look that big when you're inside, right? But it's a big half mile, you know? So get a level with yourself and look at reality. Don't get caught up in the perception train and um, have a balance. You know, these, these folks remember it this way. I need to, I need to look at this from these perspectives and try to keep this on the rails. Um, I'm, you know, while, the fair board might have illusions. I don't want to say illusions. I, the, they've got lore. They've got history. They remember it a certain way. I have no right to say because I never have experienced what they did. But I, I'm the equalizer. I've got another take, and I'm going to look at it from a different perspective. That's a potent team right there because we're going to keep each other on track. And that's what they've done. And and whether, you know, and, and again, that's the fun part of getting to know these people. You know, it's, you're an outsider. I'm an outsider. I'm a northerner. I'm a Yankee down south. Like, what's this fool doing here? Right? <laughs> he's just trying to, he's just trying to cash in. Well, yes, I do like to make money. We're a business. But at the same time, we do these things for the right reasons. And um, we don't have to do it. We literally don't have to do any of it. Um, I, I don't ever think that that's a a way that i would ever approach these events or these projects by any means but um we want to enjoy it just as much as they want to enjoy it we don't want to go bankrupt in the process of doing it and um us knowing that or us working together as as a team and again i can't say this enough and i had some of this at wilkesboro too where you get to know these, they become family. Like you get to know these people and why. And, and again, people aren't perfect. We all got our thing. Right. And, um, but as long as you like can level with these people and try to find a common ground, man, you're going to do wonderful things. There are some really pissed off people at North Wilkesboro, very extremely angry people. Okay. And they have every right to be pissed off. 
They had every right in the world to be skeptical about everything that happened there. But boy, we all got united together and we got it done. So, you know, obviously the, the with the announcement, uh, the added work, the work still left to do. You guys uh, had to postpone, I think, the date a little bit. What's what's the target date? When's the race going to happen? Memorial Day weekend. So we'll we will uh, practice on Saturday Memorial Day and then race on Sunday Monday. The April date that was flexible at the start because I mean just weather. It's a spring. Like that's probably a 50-50 proposition we're going to run anyways. We ain't going to push that hard. No way in hell are we going to do that. We're going to get this right. And it's still a, it's still a task, but we've got an army there at Wilkesboro or sorry, at Pensboro. Uh, they're ready to go to work. I mean, these people are, you know, they're, they're getting sewed on right now, but they're lining up equipment. They're lining up volunteers, you know, all this other stuff. And again, there's a lot of similarities to North Wilkesboro that Pensboro has. And while there was some really pissed off people at North Wilkesboro, and there are some at Pensboro, they're willing to stand on the front lines with you. You know, at Wilkesboro, how many times do we get volunteers come out there clean up? You know, number of other things is great, phenomenal, and uh, a lot of people donated their time to, you know, search and rescue, to parking cars, you know, all this other stuff. It's there, it's there, but you got to be tender with these folks because again, it they had their heart ripped out at one point, and um, you know we're here to. I don't want to say it because it sounds like we're just a bunch of jackasses, but. I mean, we're here to heal it. I want to heal this scenario. I mm-hmm. want these people to be just jacked about this whole deal. And then every single year, this is what it's all about. And then on a national scale, to get Pennsboro Speedway back on the national scene as one of the top historic dirt tracks in the United States. When when and where can fans look to get tickets? What uh, What's the time frame here for for you know planning scheduling these uh these trips and 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 showing up to one of the biggest dirt races of the year uh so they're they're already on sale on pensboroughspeedway.com you can go there's uh ticket links on the website uh but have a little patience next couple weeks because there's a little bit of um uh rejigging that we're doing right now because of uh the move to the big track we've got to move some things around now so it's like uh taking your plans of Starting over mid, <laughs> mid, 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 you know, project. Uh, that's okay. We're used to doing that. Um, so, you know, we're remapping the track right now, the parking, how things are going to operate. We won't have as much camping. It's going to be a premium. Um, there's just not a lot of room at the facility, it's an old school place, but um, we'll do our best. Uh, we've got parking across the highway already kind of like North Wilkesboro with all the different lots and things like that. I mean, you got this big track in the middle of town. There's just only so much land. So, um, you know, a lot of dirt tracks are, they're off yonder down, down the way, uh, in the middle of a field somewhere. This isn't an Eldora with bountiful space. This is, uh, this is tight. So we'll get it right. And, uh, but people should be patient for a couple weeks, We'll knock out the new mapping, the spaces. Everything will be on sale, pensboroughspeedway.com. Uh, and most importantly, uh, at Pensboro Magic on all social media. 
uh, we do plan to be very involved with um, showing the process every step of the way. And uh, more so Facebook than anything, that's where a lot of the fans uh, gravitate. But we'll, we'll hit all the social media, especially Twitter nerds. And, uh, you know, do, do I call it X? That's kind of just weird right now, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been tough to adjust to for sure. After even. the whole after the whole Elon thing, it's just not. Again, you want to talk <laughs> about, you know, redubbing a cartoon with different voices. That's what we're doing at Twitter yeah. right now. It's just awkward right now, right? Uh, the only reason I did is because Dale Jr. He'll tell you that. <laughs> well, Barry, I can't thank you enough for for coming back on. Um, I'm super excited. I know there's a ton of people with your announcement yesterday that are super excited to not only see the process of reviving Pensboro over the next few months, but also seeing the race and and maybe being able to experience this magical event that uh, XR Events and and the Fair Board are are partnering with to to put on. So um, I will say this: I just I, I want to end this with one thing. And this is what I didn't really account for West Virginia. Um, when you come here to Pennsboro Speedway, it's much like North Wilkesboro. But again, no disrespect to North Wilkesboro, but mountainous, the scenery, it's just phenomenal. Okay. And they call it the magic of Pennsboro for a reason, it has a different feel to it. It just does. When you went to Wilkesboro, it got emotional. I know it did because everybody got emotional, right? Didn't mean that you were there 20 years ago. It didn't You just sat there and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa, what yeah. is happening here? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Right? I don't that was the most shit. magical feeling I've ever felt in sports. Yeah. And it's, and it's, uh, so at Pensboro, you feel the same way. There's no damn racetrack right now. It's kind of carved out and whatnot, grass grown over it. But you just see it, and you're like, whoa, whoa. But just wait until there's a damn race there. <laughs> and then it all just comes together, and you're just like, man, I'm all about it. I am all about it. And that's, to me, that's the key. Like, it, there's no price on that. Nothing. Like, I don't care what it costs at that point. And trust me, we don't charge a lot. But come out there and just, ex I don't even care if you know anything about West Virginia. You just got to come out there. You'll see. Trust me. You'll get it. And here's the thing. You don't have to be no dirt track fan. In my world, racing's racing. Okay? Now, these asphalt guys, starting at 6 in the morning with all their practice and stuff, that's some <laughs> bullshit right there. But we'll get past that but anyways <laughs> y'all come to dirt track race you just experience what it is dale jr knows he knows he stood on the hillside he gets it he can feel it he can feel the magic you just feel it you experience it and only if you come for one time and you just got that one time vibe it's just it's like being at lambo it's like being at you know some of this, these historic places and events and it's the only time that that's going to be that thing at on that certain day, August 31, 2022. It's the only time that that's ever going to happen. You can have all-star races until the cows come home. You can have cup races. You can have all of that. And that's great. And that's a different experience, but it's not August 31, 2022. 
at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Truly a revival, emotional for everybody. Well, we're going to do that in Pensboro next year. It is truly, a, it's a spiritual awakening of this facility. And I don't care if you're spiritual or not. You just know when you go there that you're there at a time and space and you're going to remember it. Because I can guarantee you, you're never going to forget about North Wilkesboro, ever. Yeah, no no truer words have been have been said. That was a magical night in August that will never be replicated uh, you know, I'll never feel those feelings ever again. Uh, maybe for another place, maybe Pensboro, but again, each one is special. Um, uh, Barry, I can't but again. Thank it's you. Special. They're they're all special in their own right. Because trust me, I could go yes. to Hickory. Yes, I could go to Hickory and I could get down. I yep. mean, it could be. I still remember, you know, going to Hickory along uh 2022, just kind of shaking hands, kissing babies, doing yep. that thing. And, uh, and I, I'm going to remember that the rest of my life. Now it's not the race. It's not the thing, but I remember being mm-hmm. there because these facilities have soul. These facilities are, you know, history sitting right there. It's like a museum operating modern day times. Lambo is a lot different than the Carolina Panther stadium. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It's There's, weird to stand in those places, right? Where, where these amazing moments have happened and the history, it's, it's weird to sit there and look at them. Even, even if nothing's going on, even to your point, you've been to Pensboro with, um, in the condition it is with, with no cars going around. And, and, and I, and I think, uh, you know, our sport, other sports have lost some of that luster over time. You know, uh, the history of the sport hasn't been maintained or curated over time because of uh well they got steered in the wrong direction and some of these stadiums have won away i mean i can tell you right now uh, i'm a twins fan but i ain't about no target field you know if it was the met center in bloomington where the mall of america stands i'd go down and go to way more games even though it's three and a half hours away man it's like yeah yeah kind of go okay so again Put your put yourself in the shoes of the fan, that very same fan that you are in your interest, and think about how you think about your favorite thing, like they think about their favorite thing. Okay. And you level with their thought process, whether you want to think that they're sane or not, it's that passion that you have to tap into. Okay. It's your due diligence as a promoter, as a as an event curator as, as a protector of that brand of that facility to do it the right way. And that's, again, that's the process that we've learned. And like, I get excited talking about it. Now there was no excitement talking about it for a while because it was, it didn't go over well. And um, like, boom, it's breathed new energy into it. And, and I'll tell you, just like North Wilkesboro, if you're fired up about it, I mean, you're going to work like you've never worked in your entire life. I don't call it work. I'm just having a good old time, right? This is my hobby. My hobby is my job. That's super cool. I've tried to do other stuff. I can't get into it. That's what makes it like the best right there is, is you're here for a purpose and a reason to do this a certain way. It's cool that you can make money, put food on the table, all that other stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, and we'll end it like this. If you do it the right way, your money will come. 
Well, thanks again. Um, we're gonna have you back on maybe, uh, you know, over the next couple months as the process and the, the revival unfolds and, uh, you know, undoubtedly after, uh, Memorial day weekend, I don't have any plans. I might, I might have to, yeah, I might, uh, I might have to plan this. You're only, uh, I believe it's only probably three and a half hours or so away. Uh, that might be a fun trip for sure to see another historic event. Um, but thank you again for everything. Um, Best of luck here in the near future. Best of luck in the next couple months. Um, and, and hopefully luck and and everything is on your side. Hey, we got the magic. That's all we need. That's all you need, bud. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. So good luck. Thanks, guys.